You're listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast, episode 36. You know those gut feelings that you just can't ignore? Those quiet but persistent thoughts of something more that you just can't shake? Well, Victoria Naylor, the founder of Victoria Branding and Designs, knew that she couldn't ignore those dreams of wanting to start her own business. Through experimenting with social media, working in the multi-level marketing world, and furthering her education, Victoria grew her confidence with each new experience and created the life and business she had been dreaming of back when she worked in the corporate world. In this episode, Victoria and I talk all about how you can sell on social media without being pushy, what you need to pay attention to when crafting your brand, and her top tips on how to use Instagram to grow your business. I'm so excited to share this episode with you guys, so let's jump in. listening to the Hustlenomics podcast, a podcast all about inspiring female creative entrepreneurs, their stories, experiences, and life lessons. Hear from women working in creative industries who are breaking the rules and doing things their way. Learn from their challenges, struggles, failures, and successes, and get an inside look at their top tools and resources that help them along the way. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustlenomics podcast. I'm your host, Katie, and today I am so excited to be talking to Victoria Naylor. She is a social media manager and branding consultant from London, working with businesses and bloggers to raise their online presence. So, Victoria, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Do you mind just telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, so like you say, I live in London, a social media manager. So obviously my passion is really just to help businesses grow and expand, which is the reason uh, I started my social media business. Um, and I just really love to help you know other business owners just really raise their own online presence. Well, so do you mind telling us a little bit about your background? So did you go to school for media and social media and branding, or is this something that you've learned and grown into as you've gone on? What's that journey been like? Yeah, so I kind of just learned on my own. I I started actually in a multi-level marketing business. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and um, so that's actually what kind of got me started, to be honest, because I was using social media for that. You know, I just kind of really learned my passion for it. Doing that, that's always the side of the multi-level marketing that I kind of gravitated towards. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it all started. I was going to different events and, and things like that as part of the company. And one day, it just I just kind of thought, you know, this is what I want to do. I love going to these events, staying in different hotels. I want to one day be that person on the stage that's kind of teaching everyone about social media and, and how they can really use it to boost their own business and just help them expand using it. So it was kind of after that, I kind of grew my confidence a bit more with it all. I started doing different courses on social media. I got a few diplomas, got my advanced diploma in, in social media marketing. Yeah, and then just one day I decided I, I want to go off and do this on my own and, and really expand with it. So I just started, I, I created a website one day. I started making connections and I just really went for it. That's awesome. So I definitely want to talk about that, but I'd love to go back a little bit. You said you were doing the multi-level marketing. So that's always been so interesting to me. Some people love it and it works out so great for them and other people are just like, so they hate it, you know? So were you selling products or what were you selling for the multi-level marketing company? Um, so it was skincare products. Okay. 
Yeah, so, and I loved it. Like, I, I thought it was such a good experience. And to be honest, I don't think I would have ever started my own business if it wasn't for me doing that first. Yeah. You know, it really did build my confidence. And I know there's a lot of kind of negativity a lot of the time around those kind of companies, but I had such a great time. You know, I was surrounded by such positive people all the time. And it really did boost my confidence more than anything I've done before. So, um, yeah, I couldn't, I had, I had the best time doing it. That's great. So what were some of the things that you learned when you started selling the skincare and social media that kind of sparked that, that interest for you? Well, I mean, I always use social media anyway for, you know, for personal use. But I think I was doing a lot more, you know, I started doing adverts on it boosting posts, meeting new people and kind of growing connections and, and growing a bit of a community really with, with other people. And, and I, I enjoyed it so much. And I used to find, you know, other people that were in the multi-level marketing with me, um, that all did the same thing. You know, they used to always come and ask me my advice on certain stuff and, um, you know, they always complimented how I was doing things. And I loved it. You know, it 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 really just it sparked something in me. You know, every time someone asked me about, oh, how do I do this? You know, I got so excited. I, like I loved answering and helping people with it. So, yeah, I, I think that's where it kind of grew from, really. And um, just how much I used to enjoy helping others at the beginning. So, yeah, it, it all kind of sparked from there, really. And I'm so curious, when you're selling something like skincare, or maybe other people are selling different products, whether it's for a multi-level marketing company or your own business, you know, there's a fine line that you walk on social media between being really salesy and kind of pushy. And then also, you know, on the other side of the line of connecting with people and showing them how the product would be great for their life. And I'm curious, what would be your advice for anybody maybe in the multi-level marketing world, or if they're a product-based business? Do you have any tips to give them on putting their social media presence forward and not having that kind of salesy, pushy vibe. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think what's really important about social media is that you're there to kind of uh, help others. So you want to give them something that they can take away with them. So instead of being, you know, sell, 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 it should be more of a give, 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 and then sell. You give them more than what you sell them. Um, so I, I hope that makes sense. I kind of mean, so for example, if I think of uh, a marketing business, for example, if someone else is marketing, got a marketing business and they're using social media, um, you know, I think it's so important that you use that to give people tips. You know, you're giving people advice every day, making them feel good about themselves, making them want to keep coming on to your profile because they're coming on and they're getting something back for that. And then that's when people want to buy from you. You know, people buy into people, not products. <laughs> so yeah, I just find, I think it's always really important to kind of get the balance right, which, you know, I didn't, when I first started, I was sell, sell, sell. And you know, you kind of learn the hard way that you don't get results from that. So you just have to kind of take a step back and realize you need to flip it, you need to give for then someone to want to buy. 
That's great advice. I love that. So when you were deciding to go ahead and start your business, what was that like? Have you always wanted to own your own business and be an entrepreneur? Or is this something that you decided later in life that it's what you wanted? Yeah, I mean, I didn't always think I wanted to start a business. But I didn't necessarily think I didn't either. It's just not something that ever entered my mind, really. And then it was you know, once I started doing the multi-level marketing, it was then that I kind of just started seeing myself doing it. I don't know. It was really, it was quite strange, to be honest. I just, I started seeing myself teaching other people and, you know, traveling around and and doing different events and things like that. And I thought, I'm not going to get a job that I can do that. Well, you know, I'm sure there is, but I, I didn't feel that I would be able to do that. And I just remember one day I, I was at work at the time and I just decided to message my partner and I said, you know, I, I really want to start my own business. I've, I've got the idea of what I want to do. Uh, I want to go ahead and start doing it. And, you know, he was like, yeah, go for it. Like, let, let's do it. So that day I went home, I created a website and I just ran with it. That's exciting. So what's the name of your business? It's Victoria Branding and Design. Perfect. Victoria and design and guys i'll link to that in the show notes so everybody can check out your website so that's so awesome that you had an amazing support system around you saying like yeah go for it yeah was it scary starting out was it like intimidating a little bit um yeah i mean it was quite scary it's always quite scary isn't it because you're kind of you're putting yourself on the line quite a bit and um you know, it's intimidating and, and you're putting yourself in front of the world to see, really. But at the same time, I loved it. I loved the excitement of it. I love the challenges. I always like coming across new challenges, facing them and, and knocking them down, really. So it was such a good thing for me. Like, I won't say it wasn't hard or isn't hard. Like, it, it is very, <laughs> at the same time, I love it. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't done, have done anything differently. Yeah, it is a little terrifying, but it's kind of like a rush of adrenaline. I love that too, yeah. as well. So how long have you been in business so far? So it's been coming up to two years now. Oh, how exciting. So yeah. you started out with your website. You said that's the kind of the first thing that you did to start making things official, correct? Yeah, yeah. Did you build it yourself or did you have someone help design that? Uh, no, I built it myself. I'd, I'd previously done um, a website design course. So I just kind of used that and I just, you know, I went home and I mean, it took me a couple of weeks, but yeah, I, um, I just created it myself because I knew, you know, I had the vision in my head of exactly what I wanted. Right, right. Yeah, I did the same thing. I do a little bit of web design and it's so, it's so nice to be able to do that for yourself. But yeah. Um, so when you're first starting, you're thinking about branding and you're a branding expert as well. And you help other people with getting their brand solid. So what were some of the first things that were going through your head when you were creating your own brand? So when I look at other people's brands, there's certain brands that really stick out to me and certain parts of the brand that really stick out to me. That's what makes me go back to a lot of brands is when they're visually attractive to me, you know, I go back. I always go back and look, you know, because I like looking at it. <laughs> the most important thing to me really was how it all looked, first of all. So, you know, I knew the colour schemes I wanted to go for and I, I wanted to make sure that that come across exactly how I wanted it to. I also know that for me, my target audience is leaned much more towards mm -hmm. uh, female entrepreneurs. And so my branding is quite feminine. You know, it's pink and, and white and light and bright, you know, which is 
I want for other female entrepreneurs to look at it and, and love it and want to come back to look at more. So yeah, that was the most important thing for me to start with really is, is making sure that I loved it and my target audience was going to love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine's very similar. I have a very similar kind of vibe um, going on and I think it definitely does attract. And I love that you mentioned you knew your audience that you were looking to attract in the first place and you kind of geared it towards that. I think when a lot of people are starting out, they don't think about, hey, who am I trying to talk to? Who do I want to be my client? Yeah. And once you yeah. nail that down, it's it kind of opens the path up for you. So I'm glad you mentioned yeah, that. Definitely. So I would love to talk about your new book. This is so exciting. The Ultimate Guide to Instagram for Entrepreneurs, <laughs> Bloggers, and Online Creatives. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is, I mean, other than the title telling us what it's about, can you expand a little bit on what your book is about? Yeah, so um, it's all about really just using Instagram to really boost your online presence. And it's more about not worrying so much about how many followers you have, but making sure that you have the right followers that, you know, are wanting to come back for more, that are interested in what you're actually providing them with. And also having like a committed following. So, you know, people that are really interested in you and are invested in you as well. Definitely. So why Instagram? You know, every, there's so many options for social media these days. Why did you choose Instagram? I chose Instagram. I mean, I love Instagram. It's personally my favorite. I get the most results off of it. So it's it's one that I'm always really drawn to. Also, with in, Instagram's got much higher engagement rates than, than Facebook and Twitter. Um, so I think it's it's I think people kind of uh, miss that fact and, and everyone leans more towards Facebook when they think of online marketing and Instagram, I feel kind of gets left behind in, in, in business owners minds, but it's actually got a higher engagement rate than than both of Facebook and Twitter. I use that as it's so important for visual brands and with me being a, you know a branding consultant and imagery is so important to me. Um it's the one that I just I feel is most interesting to talk about and important to learn really. I agree. I agree. I think Instagram is king right now. It's definitely like you mentioned it has the highest turnover rate for getting clients and leads and why do you think Instagram has kind of risen to the top above everything else? And I remember Facebook was kind of at the top for a while and then Twitter was there. But why do you think Instagram has become the main source for social media and getting leads and all that kind of stuff? I think people like pictures, <laughs> you know, people like pretty pictures. Um, it, you know, when you're scrolling along, if you see a nice picture, you stop, you automatically stop and look at it. It catches your eye. And I think Instagram is just, you know, you can create such a massive first impression by someone just clicking onto your feed, whereas you don't have that with Facebook and Twitter. You know, they're, they're great social media sites, and I would advise all business users to to use them. But with Instagram, I just think you can make, make such more of an impact um, straight away with someone visiting your profile. I agree. And I definitely think a good Instagram account or a bad one can make or break a business. Yeah. So for somebody who is looking to really utilize Instagram as a good extension of their business, what are some top do's and don'ts that you would recommend for them to, to kind of keep in mind? So, I mean, 
I think first of all is people get so caught up on the amount of followers they have and they end up falling down the trap of using Instagram bots or some sort of automated service, which is a big no-no. Instagram knows that you're doing that and it automatically will you know, stop your account showing up in so many feeds. It will really affect uh, how many people see your posts. Absolutely. And can you pause for a second? Do you mind just kind of defining what an Instagram bot is for people who don't know what it is? Yeah, so uh, an Instagram bot is is where you can sign up to certain sites or or buy followers basically. And and these sites will kind of tell you, "Oh, pay us 20 pounds for example and we'll get you 800 followers." And I mean, it's tempting to do, especially if if you feel like you're putting in all this work all the time on Instagram and you're getting no results back. It's so tempting, but you know, it's a massive, massive no-no to do. You know, it'll it will only affect your business in the long term. So that's a big don't, right? So that's something yeah. to avoid. So what would be something that you would recommend they do? My main thing is to kind of find your audience, first of all. Really zone in on who you want to talk to, who you want to be looking at your profile. And once you kind of learn that it's then finding those people engaging with them you know starting conversations and and really building a community rather than a following so you know going on to go on to other people's profiles comment make conversation with people and connections and you'll kind of build a network from there really I think it's so important for people to actually engage on social media rather than just post and expect that all the results are just going to come to you because it doesn't unfortunately work like that. Absolutely. I see that all the time on my accounts that I run. Engagement is so important, but also engaging by just putting maybe like emojis or, you know, just some kind of bland comment. That's definitely engaging, but not the kind that you want. So I always think if you're going to comment and engage, actually make a thoughtful comment or, you know, read the post and respond to it. That definitely works a lot better. And I think that helps beat the algorithm a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like I said earlier, people buy from people. You know, you want to make real connections and friendships. um, And that's how you make your business successful on social media. Definitely. So hashtags, I feel like are another key thing that people can utilize. You can either do it really well or you can kind of bomb. So what are some tips you would give people to figure out what hashtags they should be including to kind of start reaching that audience and grow the audience that they're looking for? Yeah, so I think it's so important to kind of research your hashtags. Don't just use any old hashtags. Don't, you know, don't just look at, see what other people are using and and use them yourself. Really research on your own what worked well for your business. So I think a lot of people sometimes kind of fall down the hole of finding a popular hashtag and just using it, even if it is no relevance to, to their business. So I think it's just really important to kind of trial and error, really, you know, find hashtags that are relevant to your business. You want ones that aren't too popular, but also are popular enough when you're using a hashtag, you want to come up in the most popular section of that hashtag. That's kind of the, the big aim, really. If you can do that, your engagement rate will you know, fly up. So you want ones that have got a decent amount of following on them, but not too many, basically. Make sure they're actually relevant to you. And also use all 30. Use as many as you can have. <laughs> awesome. So I think that's great advice. What was it like writing a book? That's a big undertaking. Have you written stuff in the past or are you a writer? 
no, I'm not a writer. I actually, <laughs> believe it or not, I um, I really struggle with writing, actually. I get really bad uh, writer's block. So it was quite a challenge. So I kind of had to just make it so I wasn't putting any pressure on myself to write something. What I was doing was, was use, I was using the notes section on my phone a lot. So, you know, if I was walking around one day and, and suddenly a sentence comes to me, I would quickly write it down on my notes on my phone. You know, and I'd be walking around the house one evening and something else would come to me. So I would just write it. And then, you know, at the end of each week, I'd kind of accumulate all the little sentences, odd sentences that I'd written and try and just build some more content around that. I think that's very, a very good idea. And I like the no pressure yeah. um, idea. You're very overwhelming. I've written, I've self-published two novellas and it took me about a year to do both. Yeah. And sometimes if you just like put that pressure on. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, it, it it gets it can get so difficult and and really just stop your mind thinking at all. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was it was the most important thing for me really um, to try and be able to actually write it and just write it as though I was having a conversation with someone rather than just writing words on paper. Mm -hmm. And what made you want to write a book in the first place? A lot of my following are entrepreneurs and bloggers. Um, and I was getting a lot of people asking me advice. Um, I had some girls sending me their posts and saying, oh, I've just posted this. Like, What else could I do to kind of boost it along and get some more engagement? So I'd kind of respond and give them some advice and they'd be like, oh, you know, thank you so much. I wouldn't have thought about that. And um, like, I'll, I'll do that now. And I loved it. You know, I, I really love doing that for people and being able to actually help them with something. So, you know, after so long and, and I was getting these questions through, I thought, or why not just write a book? <laughs> you know, write a guide for people to, to be able to use. So, I mean, I sat on the idea for a while. I, I didn't do it straight away. You know, it took quite a few um, months for me to kind of think, actually, why don't I just do it instead of keep talking about it? <laughs> and let's just write a guide. So did you go through the traditional publishing route or did you self-publish? Uh, no, I self-published. Yeah, I have too. And so what was that like? Have you Did you find it easier or, you know, what were some struggles or, you know, what was that journey like self-publishing? I mean, it was difficult, to be honest, but I don't have anything else to compare it to, really. It's, it's not like anything else I've I've done. So it was hard and, and hard to kind of market your own work. And I, I would have loved some help, I suppose. But but like I say, I was trying, you know, I wanted no pressure, just do my own thing and kind of see what happens, really. Yeah, it's interesting because with the traditional publishing route, you've got an editor, you've got a marketing team, you've got a design team, you've got all these people here at your disposal. When you're self-publishing, you got to be all those people. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you're wearing 20 different hats. It's definitely yeah. a different experience, but I love the uh, ability to kind of put your work out there on your own terms. You, you get full creative control, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. And I mean, it's such a massive accomplishment, isn't it? When you do it, it's you know, you, yeah. you have so much more kind of uh, pride around it and, and accomplishment around it once you've done it yourself, because, you know, it, it's hard work, it really is. And so it's such a relief once you've done it, and you think, you know, yes, I, I've done it, I've managed to do it all. <laughs> Absolutely. So was there a favorite chapter or a favorite part of the book that you just really enjoyed writing? To be honest, I just love the whole thing, uh, really. And 
a lot of it I didn't write um all the chapters together um you know I would go backwards and forwards between chapters constantly so I never just sat and wrote one chapter at a time if that makes sense so I mean I just love I loved the whole thing Mm -hmm. I I really did um I love talking about anything to do with Instagram so um yeah I I enjoyed the whole the whole lot of it to be honest awesome are you writing another book are you looking at writing some more not at the moment. Uh, it might be something further down the line, but for now, I'm I'm quite happy that I've uh, <laughs> managed to do this one, and this one kind of feels like my baby at the moment. That <laughs> you know that I just want to carry on growing and see where that takes me further down the line. Awesome. So, when people read your book, what is one of the main things that you would like them to take away? Uh, I just want them to be able to take away that they can use Instagram really well. You know, all the people that you see on Instagram, you know, all these influencers, you can do that. You can be one of these people that, you know, have such a massive, great following. It's just all about kind of taking the time to really grow it. And Instagram, it, it isn't easy. It's not easy at all to to grow a community. It takes a lot of work and um, a lot of time and you know a lot of the time you can feel like you're kind of banging your head against a wall and not getting any results but it takes persistence so I just want people to be able to take away with them that they can do it there's it's all trial and error you know don't be afraid to try new things social media is supposed to be fun you know so make sure you keep the fun in it and you you know you really can grow a successful business using it awesome I love it so what are some things coming up in the future that you're really excited about? My book is my most exciting thing at the moment to just carry on really growing with that. I want to start doing some workshops for people also because I know that not everyone likes to sit and read a book. They want something a bit more interactive. So yeah, I think my book and some hopefully upcoming Instagram workshops are things I'm really looking forward to getting out there. Oh, that's so exciting. So when you have that going on, please let us know so we can link to it in our show notes because I know everyone is definitely going to want to check that out. So other than your amazing book, do you have any uh, resources out there that have been really helpful for you, whether it's been social media or um, to grow your business or whatever you found helpful that you would recommend to the listeners? Yeah. um, So to be honest, for me, I love um, just spending time on other people's Instagram accounts and seeing uh, what kind of things they're doing, you know, um, podcasts. Uh, I think also as well, which actually was quite a bit of a, a massive learning curve for me, was reading the book She Means Business by Carrie Green. I really loved that. That was kind of something that taught me a lot. Yeah, so no, for, for me, my biggest learning resources is really, to be honest, it's it's going through other people's Instagram accounts, looking at other influencers and seeing what they've got going on. I love typing in hashtags into Instagram and just kind of st- scrolling along and seeing what, what other people have to offer. And it's all about learning from each other, really. And, and people have their own different techniques. And I just love learning about all those different ways that people kind of get their social media up and running and and things like that. Absolutely. I am the same way. So where can everyone find you so we can link in the show notes, definitely uh, where they can find your book and check out your website and of course on social media as well. Yeah. So on, I'm on Instagram, obviously um, my tags at Victoria Brandon. And you can also find my book on Amazon 
uh, and also on my website victoriabrandinganddesign.com I'm on Twitter as well it's Victoria Brand awesome so guys the name of her book is ultimate guide to Instagram for entrepreneurs bloggers and online creatives so go check it out and uh, thank you so much Victoria for coming on the show this was awesome no thank you so much for having me I've had such a good time Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Don't forget that you can check out previous episodes as well as all the show notes at www.hustlenomicspodcast.com. If you want to support the show, you can head over to iTunes and leave a rating or a review. Each review means so much to me and it really helps the podcast on the business end. If you want to find another way to support the show, we're also on Patreon. You can find a link to our Patreon on our website. If you have any questions or you have a topic you would like to hear covered on the show, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast. Be sure to visit www.hustlenomicspodcast.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover bonus content. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or if you want to apply to be a guest, use the contact form found on our website. Thank you for listening, and until next time, keep hustling.